paragraph Memches. This is a long one. Let's see how far we can get. To one of his students, Rabbeinazal instructed him that he should have Hispoidus twice a day, once by day and once by night. Rabbeinazal once asked one of his students, do you krechts during your ispoidus? Krechts means, we mentioned this earlier, to take a deep, deep breath and to give it out in a sigh, a deep sigh that's coming from the depths of the person's heart. Oi! And this student said, Hey, yes, I do. Rabbeinazal asked him again, When you do this, does it come from the depth, depth of your heart? And Rabbeinazal said to the student, When I do this, if my hands are on the table at the time that I'm doing this Hanukkah, I, phys- I can't physically lift my hands up afterwards from the table. But rather I have to wait a little bit until my strength comes back. Implying that when he does this Hanukkah, he does it with such power. He, he gives out all of his chiyas. He lets out all of his energy in that krechts. And there's no energy left, mamish, to the point where he can't even pick up his hands from the table. There is a Gemara that says, Anocha shoiveres gufoi shaladam, that krechtsing breaks the person's body. Again, which means it weakens a person tremendously. Rabbeinazal has a few chapters in Likutim Ron on this topic. Interestingly, Bajgocha, this Shabbos, yesterday was Shabbos Hanukkah, Tovshin Samachtes, and I was asked to give the Shira in Meyashorim, Breslov Meyashorim, Sipurim Isis in the morning, and I quoted from this Torah in Likutim Ron. One of the Torahs where Rabbeinazal speaks about this in an incredible way is Torah Ches in the first chapter of Likutim Ron, where Rabbeinazal there speaks about. The, he, he speaks about that through Anocha, a person could be zochet to shleimus hachesroinois. That's the terminology that he uses. That most people in this world feel that they're lacking certain things. Either they're lacking in ruchnius or lacking in gashmius or in both. People feel echisorin, lacking. And Rabbenzal says there that if a person wants to be zochet to shleimus hachesroinois, the key to it is Anocha, krechzing. Because he says that when a, when a Yid does this, when a Yid takes that deep, deep breath, where is he getting his Ruach HaChaim from? If the person is religious, if the person is connected to the Torah, if the person has Emunas Tzadikim, then he's drawing his Ruach HaChaim from the Tzadik. And Rabbi Nassau shows there that the Ruach HaChaim is found in the Torah, there's a posik v'ruach alikim rachefes al that the spirit of Hashem, this ruach hachaim, is on the mayim, and mayim is Torah. And since the iker Torah are the tzadikim, the talmidei chachamim, because the Gemara says how silly, how foolish are those people who stand up for a sefer Torah and they don't stand up for a talmud chacham. 
So Rabenzal says that we see that the essence of the Torah is the Tamid Chachamim, the Tzadikim. So they're the ones who have the Ruach Chaim. And when a Yid, who's Mekusher to a Tzadik, and believes in Tzadikim, when he does this Anocha, when he takes this deep, deep breath, he's drawing Ruach Chaim from the Tzadik, which helps him be Mashlim all of his Chesroinois. Because when Hashem first created the world, with what did Hashem create the world? With Ruach. There's a posseg, Bedvar Hashem Shamaim Nasu, Uberuach Piv Kol Tzavom. Hashem created the world with Dibur and with Ruach. And Hashem maintains the world with Ruach, with Ruach Achaim, with Dibur. So therefore, when a Yid is to do this Anocha, for real, in a real serious way with the Kavona, that I feel that I'm lacking in so many areas and I want to be Mashlemachesreinus. And where do I want to get the Ruach Chaim to be Mashlemachesreinus? From the Tzadikim, who draw their Ruach Chaim from the Torah, Gdosha, then that's how he zechet to Shleimus Hachesreinus. Rabbi Nassau goes on today to say, what about those people who are not attached to Tzadikim? What about those people who are not attached to the Torah? Where do they draw their Ruach Chaim from? He says they draw it from the Rav the Klipa, and it's a it's an elaborate Torah. That was the first Hanukkah that Rav Zal came to Rav Zal. Rav Zal met Rav Zal on in Elul, in Elul, and as soon as he met him, he he started feeling the vibes, and he ended up going back home, getting his stuff, and coming for Rosh Hashanah and staying for Rosh Hashanah through Yom Kippur, I believe it was. Then he went back home for Sukkot. And then one of the times he came back was that Shabbos Hanukkah. And that was the first time, he says, that Rabbi Nezal initiated him into writing his Torahs. Rabbi Nezal sat with him after Shabbos, and they went over this whole long chapter on Likut Imran and wrote it down. Back to earth. Okay, so Rabbi Nezal said that when he does this Anocha, he does it in such a powerful way that Mamish, he has no strength. He gives out all of his energy, all of his physical energy, in the krechts that he gives out. Pam achas, ochaz rabbeinazal eshorav hatzadik reb Shmuel Isaaczal, keneged liboy. One time, rabbeinazal hugged one of his talmidim. Like he hugged him, where the person was, whole, you know, chest to chest, that kind of thing. Reb Shmuel Isaac was one of his great Talmidim. And Rabbi Nezal said to him, Just because of a little bit of blood that you have in the left side of your heart, meaning your Yetzirah, you're willing to forfeit your Olam Haza and Olam Haba? In Yiddish, Rabbi Nezal said, blit just because of a little bit of bad blood that you have in your in the left side of your heart, the Yetzirah there, you're willing to forfeit your Olam Hazeh and Olam Haba? Because the Gemara says that on the right side of a person's heart is his Yetzirah Toiv. On the left side is the Yetzirah. There's a Pesach in, in Mishle, I believe, that says, Lev Chocham Liyaminoi, Lev Ksil Lesmoiloi. A Chocham favors the right side of his heart. A fool favors the left side of his heart, which is the Yetzirah. So Rabbi Nezal said to him, Get rid of it in a krechts. Get rid of that blood. Get rid of your Yetzirah with krechtsing, with this anocha. Get into the habit of krechtsing a lot to Hashem 
until you'll get rid of that bad blood over there, that Yetzirah. And you'll subdue the Ra that's there in your heart. And you'll be zeichet to what Dovra Melech said, that in my heart is a cholol. The word cholol has two meanings. One is a vacuum, cholol aponi, that he had vacated his heart. He had gotten rid of the Sahara completely. So where the Sahara was previously is now a vacant space. The word cholol also means a corpse that he had shechted his Yetzirah, he had slaughtered, destroyed his Yetzirah completely through this krechzing. One time, Rabbi Nezal was speaking to one of his Talmidim, Rabbi Yaakov Yosef, about Avodas Hashem. Rabbi Nezal told him a moshel, to a king, the king sent his son to a distant land to study, to, to, to study all kinds of chachmas. After a while, who knows, a couple of years, the prince returned and now he learned everything. One day, the king saw the prince, and he told him, you see this rock over here? And it was a rock that was like a rock used for a millstone, a rock that weighed maybe a few tons. He said to him, could you please bring it upstairs, bring it to the second floor? Probably this son, with all of his intellect, didn't know, had no idea how to, how to, how to get that stone up to another floor. Because it was a gigantic, heavy rock. And the prince felt terrible that he can't fulfill what his father asked him to do. Until the king revealed his true intentions afterwards, and he said to the prince, you think I would ask you to do such a difficult item to carry this stone as it is and bring it up? With all your chachma, could you do such a thing? Ridiculous, absurd. My intention was that that you should take a powerful sledgehammer and smash that big rock, big rock into smaller stones and then you'll be able to bring it up to the second floor. There's a posik in, in Echa Paragimel, Posik Memalef, where the Posik says, Niso el Kapayim, let us lift up our hearts into our hands to Hashem, El Kel Bashamayim, and lift it up to Hashem. Ulevavenu, who lave Evan Godoil the Kovoid Moid. But unfortunately, our hearts were stone hearted. Our heart is one big heavy rock. And we can't lift it up. It's only if you take a sledgehammer. What's the sledgehammer? 
your mouth, your ability to speak. You'll talk to Hashem. You'll talk to your heart. And that's how you'll have the ability to smash your, your heart of stone. And then you'll be able to lift up your heart to Hashem. There was another occasion where Abenazal was talking about the fact that he wanted people to spend a lot of time saying Tehillim and Tchinois, Bakoshes, Hispoidus. And one of his closest Talmidim, Rebutel, asked him, How do you get a heart? meaning how is one to be able to say to Hillam or to speak to Hashem with real his oiros that's coming from the heart? said Tell me which tzaddik were you at that gave you his oiros halev? The main thing is to say the words. To say a lot of words of And if you'll say, the Hisoyorus will come automatically. Once you'll start saying, even if you don't feel Hisoyorus at first, even if you don't feel spiritually aroused, you'll say, and you'll say it seriously and enough, you'll see that Hisoyorus will come. To one of Rabbeinazal's great students, I believe this was Rav Shmuel Isaaczal, Rabbeinazal spoke to him when he was young, when he was a teenager or whatever, and Rabbeinazal told him that when you're having Hispoidus, I want you also to talk to your body. Talk to each one of your Evorim. Talk to your heart. Talk to your eyes. Talk to your ears. V'yazberlehem, and explain to them, shekol taivas haguf hevel, that all the physical desires are nonsense. It's shtus. Ke'aloi kolodam lomos, because in the end, every human being is going to die eventually. V'haguf l'kvoros yuval, and the body is going to be thrown into a grave. And all the organs of the body are going to rot. And he taught him how to speak to every one of his Evorim and give them Musr and tell them, what are you doing? Are you crazy? You want to get yourself in trouble? You want to get the whole body in trouble? What are you looking at what you're not supposed to look at? Don't be silly. You're going to look at what you're not supposed to look at. When you're going to look at the words of Torah, your eyes are going to see nothing. You're not going to see the right pshat. You're not going to understand the Torah the right way. You're going to listen to Lashon Hora. You're going to listen to things like that. Then your ears are going to become defective spiritually. And Begashmias, you're going to speak words of Lashon Hora or Rechilas or Nivel Peh, and then you're going to go talk to Hashem. How's it going to work? V'hisnaikach ezezman, this Talmud did this for a while. V'yachakach siperim Rabbeinazal, and then afterwards he spoke to Rabbeinazal, v'hisnatze lefonov, and he was complaining, b'asher shahaguf enoi shemea umargish klal kol tanoi sevedvorov imoi. 
He said, my body's not listening. I'm talking, I'm telling it all kinds of things, but I, I feel that I'm not getting through. I feel that the body isn't hearing what I'm saying. Omar loy rabbenizal, chazak Keep at it. Get, be strong. Be, get, do this as, with all your koches. And you'll see what's going to come from these diburim that you're going to speak. So this Talmud followed his advice. He fulfilled it. To the point where he was after that. That each one of the organs of his body that he spoke to in detail was so drawn to his words, to the point where the each, when he spoke to his hands, let's say, after speaking to his hands, his hands would be powerless. All the energy, all the physical energy left them completely, mamish to the point where it almost had no feeling in it. This he saw Mamish Bigashmius in his outer organs, Kigoyim Etzboy Siodavragla of his fingers and his toes, Ukyoitzebazo, and Shekishehischiladabarim Hoivorim Hapnimium, to the point where when he started talking to his internal organs, Shachias Tolibohem, upon which life depends on, Kigoyim Halei, for example, the heart and the liver and these other organs of the body, where the Gemara speaks about each one of these organs. The Gemara says, Where does Kas come from? Kas comes from the liver, Kovet Koyes. So he would speak to his liver and say, are you, are you crazy? That's what Hashem created you for, for Kas? Get rid of it, you know. He had to limit his words very, very much so that the Chius should not leave the liver or the heart or these other organs of the body. Meaning his words started having such a serious effect on the Evorim that when he would talk to an Aver, the Aver would shrink away like in a sense. The Chiyas would leave that Aver completely. Vishamati, and he writes, I heard, that this Talmud of Rabbeinazal was once speaking to people who he was being makariv, And he was giving them musr. He was telling them that Olam Haze is nothing and what's going to be from all the physical desires. It's shtuyot. And while he was stalking, he started, he, he fainted. And he, he mamish almost, he passed out completely. And with major, major effort, they brought him back. And this Talmud said that he was through the incredible through the kedusha of Rabbeinazal and the advice that Rabbeinazal gave him. That whenever he starts talking about Yerasoinish or about the about Alamhabo or things like that, his body, the chiyas, leaves his body, Mamish. Azai Margishin Kolevorov, Afilu Etzba I'm sorry, all the organs of his body, even the, his little toe feels Mamish 
as if they're lying in the grave and they're rotting already. To the point where it, it takes major effort to hold on to his chiyus, to hold on to his life, that his, his soul shouldn't leave him. Meaning this, this, this Talmud had done this to such a madrega, he had talked such Yira Shemaim into every organ of his body that any time the topic of Yira Shemaim would come up, the body would, would, would be ready to pass out. The body would feel as if it's in the kever already. And I also heard that Rabbein said to some of his other Talmidim, because your body is so thick and so strong into Taivas of Oilam Hazer, you have to fill up your goof with a lot of Diburim of Tachlis, in to talk to your goof about Yira Shamayim, about Avoidus Hashem. He adds here, but in addition, obviously, it's very important for a person to give himself a lot of chiz, a lot of chizuk to speak diburim of his chaskus, so that he shouldn't quit, he shouldn't give up. If a person will just talk musr, harsh musr, to himself. He could talk himself into atzvus. He could talk himself into that I'm terrible and you're not. You're doing so many averes. This that that he's hearing here. Obviously, a person also has to talk a lot of diburim of chizuk. Oid muvasham. There's an additional item brought there. Asher pamachas omar moirein rab nosenzal ladenei lerabenazal bederach kuvlono. That one time rab nosenzal was feeling so worn out from davening for different things. He felt Mamish so exhausted and, and, and at the end of his rope that he said to Rabbeinazal, Yogati Bekori Nichar Groini Kolu Enai Meyachel Eloikoi. He quoted a Pesach in Tehillim, Tehillim Samachtes, Pesach Dalid, where it says there that I'm so, I'm so wiped out, exhausted. My throat is totally dry. You know, and, and mamish, and my eyes, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm ready to pass out from yearning to Hashem. Veheirim Admorzal Esyotov Mat, and Rabbeinazal picked up his hands a little, Vomar Beloshin Raka, and he said in a gentle way, Imkain Malase. So then, then what, what's, what's there to do? Now, as you're saying, you davened as much as you could. Mamish, you, you're at the end. You can't daven another drop. All right, then, then, then what's there to do? Kloimar. Because one thing is for sure, a yid is not allowed to be maharer against Hashem, Hashem. To have any bad thoughts about Hashem, Hashem is not listening. Why isn't Hashem doing this? You know, how come I... Hashem is definitely righteous. That was the first statement that Rabbein Azal told him. Afterwards, Rabbein Azal said to him, if Dover HaMelech said these words, as we see in the Sefer Tillim, you can be sure that he meant it. He wasn't kidding around. 
שכבר קורא כל כך, דדובר המלך הדוון so much to Hashem, עד שהיה אויב ויוגע ממש, to the point where he was completely wiped out, completely exhausted. וניחר גרוינוי ממש בפשטוס. And when he said that his throat is so parched, he can't talk anymore, he meant it literally. Avulato, but you, Rabbein Zal now turned to Rabbein Zal, but you, Tilo lokeil adayim bekoichacha, you still have some energy in you, so don't, don't, don't stop. Don't, you know, you know, on one hand he consoled him, he said to him, if a person feels that he's, he's davened to his limit, he can't go any further, then, then okay, okay, but uh, obviously Hashem is, Hashem one is listening and Hashem wants to help you and will help you, but then Rabbein Zal added this note, that if Dover HaMelech said this, when he said it, he meant it mamish a hundred percent. You're saying it, you're not at the a hundred percent mark yet. This is what he said to him. With this, we completed this section of Ishtab Chosanefesh. Now we're going to go on to a new section. That's a shame.